This is Shame on You. Our unapologetic guide for giving zero fucks. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brad. Now let's get a little weird. I want to be a proud gay man. My parents were always like, oh, why don't you find a nice yeah. girl? I don't know. I'm scared just, for of me. Poop. Just admit it. Okay. I why forgive them the for bum that. Bum? But like, yeah, why are you <laughs> giving the bum bum? No, I don't look like that. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to another week of Shame on You podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brad. And I got hickeys on my taint. Oh, God. So... Please tell me how this happened. I know. It's always something, eh? It's always something with your asshole. <laughs> well, it's not my asshole. It's well, near it's it. close to your asshole. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, it's in it. it always makes a cameo, eh? Um, yeah, so I was like, I was doing my uh, weekly, like, skin tag check. <laughs> for my area because now that's just a part of my life it's the routine um and uh i was like looking in the area and uh saw like some bruising down there uh so that was interesting and then i was like it was like like a bigger bruise and like a smaller bruise so basically like a hickey and then so there's basically three scenarios one question is who was down there and why were they being so aggressive oh well either a small family of leeches crawled into my apartment during the night or I made love to an octopus or my neighbor doesn't know where my asshole is and just spends time on my tame. I mean, what, he's not the brightest. Is that enjoyable for you? I forgot he listens to this podcast. <laughs> Hello, neighbor. Um, yeah, I mean, anywhere like pleasure around that area. It was good. It was just like, I like, was like, I don't remember be, him being like, a crazy down there that no one has ever like sucked on my taint though like it's not like <laughs> something <that laughs> it's very odd anyways maybe he's just drunk and he like lo- he lost his way <laughs> he lost his way <laughs> to what though what else would he be sucking on that I aggressively know, I, sent him, I sent him a photo of it and i was like look at what you look did at what you're, look at your handiwork you do yeah no it's it's like but that's also a very sensitive area if you think about it yeah i feel like the skin is like kind of thin down mm-hmm. there but yeah, I don't, I don't even remember him being in that like zone. And also I bruised like a peach. So if anyone was down there doing that kind of thing, <laughs> it would be black. Well, it's nice for me to change it up because usually I'm talking about my asshole. So now this week I was just like, you know what? They'll bring up the taint. But yeah, but they're they're gone now. They're a little bit gone. Well, I'm happy to hear. Thanks. Um. So one of the things... Oh, wait, let's just do some quick housekeeping. Please rate us on iTunes uh write a review not just like leave one really helps the show show email shame on you podcast at gmail.com uh show instagram shame on you pod and then mine's itchy prostate and uh tell someone about the show it really helps it keeps it going and no no word. more personal attacks please <laughs> <laughs> oh your voices are annoying <laughs> we're like dead sober right now i know I feel so gangly oh um, you're sleep deprived that's why <laughs> i know um Anyways, we got an email that um, is kind of like on the vein of a lot of emails we get around. Most of the emails we get are around like coming out, approaching coming out, the delicacies of it, uh, family, friends, work. I'd say that's like the biggest theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not like a one f- a size, fit, like one fits all scenario kind of thing. Is this like, we always say it depends on your current situation, depends on where you live, depends on a lot of factors. But we thought this email was, first of all, quite eloquent, but also um, was dealing with more of like the corporate side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will read it from you. And he asked to switch his name. So we will call him Bob because I'm not in the mood to come up with a creative name. 
Hi guys, I'm writing and asking you to keep my name and email address anonymous. I would like to write here with the comfort of not having people know who I am or looking me up online. Privacy, please. You can refer to me as, oh, you can refer to me as Mac, my nickname with close friends. Well, there we go, Mac. I'm a 29-year-old American living in Asia, working for a family-owned European company, representing their products in some countries where homosexuality is illegal uh, or expressly taboo and even recently punishable by death. My bosses don't know I'm gay. It's come up and I have denied it under all the normal pretend scenarios like no time or I say the girls in this city are too superficial. It doesn't really eat at me because while the family I work for are European, they still don't get Asia. And so it doesn't come across as strange. I listen to your podcast. I'm not upset, upset at you guys for what you said about being a coward. But I do think it's important to realize that it's super complicated to navigate the professional networks my small industry has. And it's juxtaposition of significant socio, socio-religious and legal complications of being an openly gay professional in the territories I work within. And I just want to like interject here because we have never called anyone a coward for coming from this perspective. Like, I mean, if your life depends on like your livelihood depends on you staying in the closet, like you, we also, the, the episode he's referring to, we posed the question, when is it cowardice? Like, right. Right. So we didn't, we didn't call out a specific person and like throw that judgment on them. Uh, I made it my rule to simply not discuss any sexual, my sexuality for fear of professional ramifications. Got it. I'm not protected under the same political institutions as full-time European, Canadian, or American workers. I operate as a contractor working abroad, and my rights aren't safeguarded under the rules that the U.S. has in place to prevent employers from discriminating based on numerous categories of identity. I also love Asia, having lived and studied in Asia for nearly a decade. I have a wonderful partner who I've been with for five years, and while he's out completely at the detriment of losing complete communication with his father, oh, that sucks, Mm-hmm. He doesn't pressure me at all to come out in all facets of my life. I think that's interesting too, to also like, who is he then to everyone else? Oh, it's just my roommate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Like what about like office events or like dinners or whatever? It feels artificial. Yeah. I just hate living inauthentically that way, but I mean, it's his life. Yeah. I also strongly object to asking even perceptibly heterosexual people about their personal lives. Okay, this one is, I have an issue with, I'll bring it up. There are boundaries and I firmly believe I can keep my boundaries and still be a complete professional. I wouldn't want my safety or comfort, both physical and economic, to be in jeopardy, nor would I want the company I work for to suffer economic consequences for employing a homosexual to advocate for their brand in Asia. Make sense? Everyone has a complicated story and we make choices strategically, not simply out of cowardice. Love the show. You guys are witty bitches. <laughs> and it makes me laugh so hard. Keep up the banter. Mac from, I won't say where he is, somewhere in Asia. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for writing that, Mac. Like it definitely is well written and we can understand the situation that you're coming and from. well measured, not unlike, you know, some other messages. Yeah, no. And he's saying like he loves the podcast. It's not like an attack on Great us. taste. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like we never said come out everyone like everyone's circumstances are different and if you can't for safety or economic reasons then you can't and this is a very complex specific situation i mean like even i'm curious what brands it is that would be like yeah it's probably just obviously like multinational ask, corps and stuff like that okay so a couple things um i think with regards to the larger picture of coming out 
I did allude to this on uh, another podcast. I think everyone has to, I call it the line. Everyone has to move the line. So like I said, if you're in Canada, that's a foot. If you're in the Middle East, Iraq, some of the places you mentioned, that's a millimeter. What's a millimeter? Um, it's whatever like your comfort zone is. So if that means that for you to be um, a little bit more comfortable with yourself or live a more authentic life, you could tell one person, mm-hmm. someone that you might trust, that you find you can trust. For us in a city like Toronto, we consider that to be as far as you can move. Most of the time that would be completely out kind of thing. But one of the things I took issue with in this um, is that, um, so this is a tactic I've seen people do in the past as a way of justifying not coming out. And I'm not saying this situation is very unique, so it doesn't really apply to this one, but this line, because I've heard this before. I strongly object to asking even perceptibly heterosexual people about their personal lives. No one's asking you to ask heterosexual people about their sex lives, but personal relationships and dating and being married and kids are like a huge portion of what a person is. And And especially like in a sales type role, like that's you build bonds with people and can I, oh, hey, how are your kids? Like, yeah, how are your kids? You're not yeah. going to not bring that up. But it's you like, like salads. I know you like salads. <laughs> yeah, I know you like salads. But it's it's like a tactic because um, I've heard people use this before, kind of like derivatives of this, where they'll say like, um, uh, yeah, I don't come out to my coworkers, but like, I don't call them, I don't ask them about their lives. It's like, okay, well, both of those aren't good. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just advocating for people to not be transparent. And I think it's just a way of them playing some game with themselves to say like, oh, I don't, I think he's got two issues here. The the work issue is one issue, but to say like, there are, ba- there are boundaries and I firmly believe I can keep my boundaries. It's not boundaries to ask someone about if they have a wife or a partner or kids. Those are regular parts of life. We're not asking you to go with that thing. So I mm-hmm. think it was just kind of like that part was kind of like, a way of justifying the other stuff that he's talking about here, talking about kind of like putting it on his employer is justified. But I guess I, the larger picture I ask about this is like, if this was just continued to be the status quo and we never moved anywhere, then what does the future look like? Not great. And you're not about to like cause upheaval in these countries and have a pride parade tomorrow. But I think it's sort of, sort of like, so if if you stay like this and you stay with this company, there will be no progress, zero, in your specific situation. And I think kind of like if everyone did that, then that's why I talk about moving the line. Someone's got to move the line. Well, yeah, like whatever, 50 years ago, it was not even appropriate to come out in North America. But like someone had to do it. Mm-hmm. Someone had to be the first one. The martyr. and And kind of move it forward. The other thing I said here that you kind of commented about his is his partner. So it says, I have a wonderful partner who's been with her five years. He doesn't pressure me at all to come out in all facets of my life. So I think this email was more about like navigating the corporate, corporate world. world. Yeah. So that's justified. And I think especially in these situations, but what does it mean all facets of your life? So they don't ask you to come out to friends. They don't ask you to come out to family. Well, he said he's out to his close friends. So I think, well, then he said all facets of his life. I think it's just relating to the corporate world is what I would read from that. Yeah. So I don't know. That was just kind of like a nebulous kind of phrasing. But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't work. The other privilege that you and I enjoy is we don't work in like 
banking culture in Toronto where like I know guys who don't come out at work in Toronto in banking culture. You got to kind of everyone's situation is unique and we weren't calling this cowardice, especially kind of like what you do. But I think even come, goes back to the banking culture. If you let them dictate how you live, you dictate like, okay, so if the banking culture keeps the status quo and no one comes out and you just sort of play their game, then at some point you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot long term Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that you've never, we don't really move it forward. There's no, there's no like forward thrust of the social movement. And well, especially in like North America, like if you are restricting your like employer, like employee pool of people, like, oh no, we can't employ homosexuals. Like mm-hmm. there's tons of intelligent people out there. Like I think that's just really definitely shooting themselves in the foot. And it's just sending a message. Yeah. It's just sending a message that we're going like, to You keep- can't be yourself at work. Yeah. The heteronormative kind of thing. So anyways, appreciate this email, especially calling us witty bitches very accurate but um we do constantly get a lot of emails about this topic so i think we should kind of just keep exploring it but i also know we have a lot of listeners in the countries that he was alluding to Mm -hmm. um i've gotten a couple emails from some of them but they're like we have listeners in like turkey syria iraq afghanistan afghanistan so if you can send us an email um anonymous of course yeah uh shame on you podcast at gmail.com we will address it and uh maybe we can connect it and shed some light between the two um but mac we appreciate your email thank you so this week's guest name is adam fake name uh met him at a party uh and brad went on a date with him and they have both have differing um views on how it went yeah Yeah, recollections a little bit and uh, so let's put him in the hot seat so we're putting him in the hot seat and he's he's nice guy and he's doing us a favor coming on and uh here he is it gets pretty dirty by the end so i hope you're not eating your lunch bye bye we're sitting here with adam hi adam not his real name we'll probably mess it up yeah and we'll have to cut it out we'll have to cut it out um so i met adam at a party and we'll get to that in a second but let's get this out of the way uh you guys went on a date and i would like to moderate because you both have very different um explanations as to what went down not completely different but the nuances are definitely interesting i would love to hear your recollection start from the beginning the fake story would be yeah let's start to get closer to the mic push his mic like towards him i was actually gonna ask that you go first but this is my podcast you i feel like whoever goes first is gonna get screwed because the second person will like kind of well mine is a factual recount so there's no Uh way i can get screwed all right let's do this fine i'll go first how did you meet so we met, so I have to backtrack actually. So Brad had gone on a date with one of my best friends. Roger. Roger. Yeah. yeah. And I think that was 2014, 2015. I don't, know. I don't keep a calendar. Anyways, they had a really great date. We I don't did, know if you want, to, you want I, to go into the details of that. I did hear I that you, okay. you pulled a really beautiful move did for I? that. Very Romeo move. Do you remember what you did? Brad. On Roger's date? On Roger's mm-hmm. date. What did I do? Well, Adam gave me the rundown. It's kind of hard to get the fake name. <laughs> you did, do you remember what you did? On Roger's date? It was mm-hmm. a beautiful sunny day. In the middle of the day, you decided to surprise him with something. 
What did I surprise him with? You shit on his chest. No. <laughs> no, I... Close. Close, what did I? It's pretty close to that. What did I surprise him with? You don't remember? No. Maybe you pull this move on everyone. What did I do? You took him on a picnic in the rec- park. Oh, I did. You, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can't recall that event, then how can you be... It's true. I'll be honest. I, okay, so I'm already on Team Adam now yeah. because I feel like you're you're getting hazy. Well, we had a lot of dates, so like I did a lot of nice shit for him. I showed up for him one day in the afternoon too with like just a bunch of beers, and we sat on his balcony and drank. Like I do cute shit. Yeah. That's nice. That is nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was a very cute day from what I heard, and there was nothing. Yeah, about I even it. packed a blanket and like laid it out in the park so what did you guys like what kind of food did you bring i forget what i made i think i made like sandwiches and like a pasta salad or i don't know some shit and i think i brought a bottle of wine too did you blow them no it was like in the like roundhouse park like at the base of the cn tower super busy no i just mean like afterwards after you no because he was at work actually i had the day off Mm. Yeah, it was the middle of the day. It was a lunch hour picnic. <laughs> this one comes prepared with the like play by play. I mean, it's what led up to our date. I'll, like that was good context. So what had happened? So you guys had your great dates and everything, and I guess things didn't. He was not into me. He was not into you. But but you had multiple heard, dates. So oh, I mean, he was into you at some point. Yeah, but I think it was just more like I wanted it to be romantic, but he wanted just like friendliness i think yeah i don't he, know whatever whatever happened i have no hard feelings it took him towards a lot. like roger you, he you really won him over though i remember that like he was he was apparently on not the fe- no he was like he was on the fence and like contemplating oh that's that's what every guy wants no. here he, you, you won him over he was on the fence yeah you showed up with a fucking no, that's not sh- winning him someone over okay, fine you show up with a beautiful like, picnic and he's on the fucking fence yeah all right he's, he's just, like mm, great but i'm on the fence but you could have done more Mm-hmm. Yeah, not cool. Not cool, Roger. I mean, you know, it's a reflection on who you surround yourself with. So I'm starting to move towards Team Brad now. The the needle just shifted. At the end of the day, there was just it wasn't there wasn't a connection. That's what had happened. Mm. So I mean, like, okay, you've done all the right things, but at the end so of the he, day, like, so he passed Brad off to you. So it was probably like a year and a half later that this connection was made between Brad and I. It was a while. There was a lot of time, but I remember Roger. Let me Roger, pull up our text message history. You and still I'm have all you. the text oh, messages? Yes. This is delightful. You can oh, continue God. to speak. He has the evidence. Show me the receipts. You know what? He came prepared. <laughs> I mean, you're trying to win a debate here. I mean, it's not... You gotta... It was 2017. Okay. Okay, so then you and Roger went on a date in like 2015 or 2016. Sure. And then like it, some time had passed. And you were surviving Jardia. So you decided no, to come back from that, that was, which we'll get to in a second. We'll get to there. Yeah. But uh, that about, yeah, probably happened around the 2017 period. Oh, gosh. Um, well, it definitely so, did. I have the text messages. No, I mean the Jardia. Oh. So I was probably on Jardia at the same time we were going on a date. I was high on Jardia. <laughs> you know me. That's my mind. I mean, you, if you were smart, you probably would have just used your Jardia as an excuse to stop talking to me. But he's been using okay, let's, excuse. Okay, for let's, let's explain each other's So hold on. After your Jardia, are you like, I've survived and you see the world in a different light and you're like, now I need to go find love. And for those listening, we will explain what Jardia is in a moment. He basically shit his pants for two years. Yeah? Not two years. No, I, I yeah. know I'm making it up. It was, uh, it was a long long sad story in my life okay well let's okay so the, the dates date. the dates okay so roger elbows. after that sorry <laughs> we don't even tell people it's like suddenly we're like watch your elbows <laughs> go ahead <laughs> boom boom um so roger i was on the dating circuit for some time in 2017 and 
Roger had said, like, I have this perfect person for you that I want to set you up on a date with. And he had told me, I remember all the stuff that you had done for him. And like, you sounded like a really nice guy and you are a really nice guy. I have to put that out there. No. (laughs) So that's the warning shot before he takes you down. Go ahead. so it was, there's not going to be a takedown of any moment in this story, but what I will I'm say to create is, entertainment value around here. <laughs> but I just I'm worried about what Brad's perspective is on this. Well, I, I, know I feel like I've heard both of your perspectives. Yeah. That's why I'm loving this. So anyways, Roger decided to set me up on a blind date with Brad and I was all for it. Like so far, a, this is accurate. I can confirm. <laughs> okay, it's been one fact. Yeah. <laughs> I can confirm one thing happened. So Roger's set up the date we were gonna go for dinner at his favorite place which was Toronto. hold on when you say set up the date did he say text brad this is his number or how did no no roger set up everything like the time the place the date everything i can also confirm that we showed up so you guys didn't even communicate before no we showed up i like to pre-screen them on the phone normally i would too like normally i would never agree to a blind date but for some reason i trust trusted roger's judgment which is maybe not such a good thing I think you just said his real name. No, I said Roger. Oh, you said Roger? Okay, good. Just want to make sure. So, he sets up the date. You guys go. He makes... Did he even make like a reservation? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. wow. That's... He really... You must have been really he desperate. Like he like needed you to get like, laid. He's like, this guy's annoying me. I think, he even, <laughs> I think he even sent me a text of what Brad was wearing or something. Like, it was a real blind date. Like I, I don't knew. remember that. But anyways, no, that's I'm, a small fact. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... Anyways, it was a real blind date. I knew Brad before, so I already obviously knew what he looked like and everything, and I kind of knew a bit of his backstory. So anyways, date comes around, show up at Taroni, we have our meal. I mean, it was, for all intents and purposes, a normal date. There was, we got along, we had our laughs, and everything was fine. Like, I... This is where it changes. This is where, this is where the stories okay, diverge. So, hold on. So, so you st- are you sober? Absolutely not. I think we finished maybe a bottle or more of wine. Okay. I know we at yeah. least had one bottle okay. between the two of us. So it was it was a good time. Like I had. What a good was your time. first impression when he like came in? Dressed um, nice. He, yeah, he dressed, he dressed well, nice, well put together. You were late. Oof. I was slightly late. Yes. Yeah. You mean just like this recording? <laughs> this seems like a pattern. I so mean, I'm very, usually very on time. I'm a very punctual person. Okay. So that kind of annoyed me right away. To that, be honest. that drives but, me fucking. Did you tell him yeah. you were going to be late? Or oh, I don't you know didn't have I, his number. I don't I guess. think I had his number to tell him. Oh, jeez. Did I tell you? Did Roger tell you I was going to be late? <laughs> it's. <laughs> I don't it's fine. Think we'll so, just deal with anyways. that later. <laughs> yeah, go through the text. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, because so, I want to know that because like, it's like it's a very Hollywood act, to be like um, act, Adam's gonna be Adam's gonna be late. I think there was numbers exchanged right before the date. No, it was at nine p.m. on the day of our date. Oh, okay. okay. Don't, never mind. don't tell us the first message yet. Yeah. Okay. So you go on the date. So you're like you're having you're having your ding. And what are you feeling? Are you feeling like, well, Adam? What are you feeling? Are you feeling like I want to date this guy, or what are you feeling? If you're asking if I had like butterflies in my stomach when we first met. No, I'll be honest. <laughs> like we had a great date and I thought like I thought Brad was like a really great guy, but it mm. was like I actually also like Roger was kind of on the fence. I'm like this is a really great guy, but was there a So connection? what is it with me that makes people be on the fence, do you think? I wouldn't personalize it too much. Sometimes yeah. you just like don't just, have the thing. Yeah, like 
I mean, I'm a very like goofy individual. Like, I don't think. Anyone, Did you get that vibe? Anyone on a first date is yeah. like, oh yeah. yeah, this is a very like serious, mature man. <laughs> like, no. Brad's a good bit balance of like, he has a shit together, but he's goofy. Yeah. Like, you know? I, I don't know. I kind of have like this deadpan humor kind of style too. And you do too. So it's kind you would of, call it humor. I haven't seen it yet. Coming from me or from Brad? From me. I mean, I'm the, I'm the funniest one here. <laughs> so we should tell a story. Of what did you guys had. eat? I can't remember. That's irrelevant to the story. What happened after I'm the date? I'm just trying to find okay, the so nuance here. Ha- okay. So what happened after the date is I drove Brad home to his place. Oh, your tune has changed. Okay. This is where it does get hazy. Okay. First of all, you drove. You just said you had a bottle of wine. Not a good move. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much I drank, but I would not really drink. Brad, you want to back me up on this? I would. I will back you up. And yeah, it definitely was at least one bottle of wine. But But like, was it equal 50-50 split? I don't know. Anyways, you're the one operating the motor vehicle. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't give a shit what he's doing. (laughs) Anyways, I don't normally drink and drive, nor do I condone it. Yes. yes. Let's just put that out there. Everyone. Yeah. Legally, Um, we don't. We don't talk about that. <laughs> We've never done that. So anyways, drop Brad off. Okay, backtrack a little bit. Brad did pay for dinner. Did Ooh. I? Okay. It was... Can we just pause very, there? Yeah. Do you guys pay if you're not going to see the person again or you want to see the person again? I've gotten different Want answers from people on this. I don't think either way, like a lot of the times I'm just like, no, yeah. Paulo said pay. he pays if he's never going to see them again because he feels bad. He pays for the whole thing. <laughs> that's a, I'm like, I, I feel like that's sending right a message. Yeah, to be that like, is sending a message. To be like, I'm interested. I'm covering the whole bill. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, there's, <laughs> oh, here, there's a Jardia. <laughs> that took 10 minutes. <laughs> it's coming through his throat. <laughs> oh, it's coming out every uh, Wow, Wow. You really, you really dodged the bullet. That's why he's contagious. Radioactive. Mm. Okay, so... <laughs> let's so, get to that so part. brad does, so the bill comes is brad like grab the bill and be like i got it okay like i'm not really sure on the details i mean and all this the was like two years like, ago there but... was yeah he paid for it and i thought thought that was a really sweet gesture so as did well. you think because he paid he was like entry interested in you that's what yeah. i'm trying to get yeah okay, yeah okay. like okay. that's because i'm the same way if i'm like super interested in someone i'll make the effort to pay for the bill i think okay. that's like a really cute mm-hmm. uh first sign you could show i don't know but uh, so drove Brad home, um, dropped him off at his condo. One mi- you're missing one thing. Brad offered to walk home. Okay. But you were like, no, I'll drive you. Okay. Oh, so, are you recounting my story for me now? I'm just saying like you, you missed that because okay. that's important. I may have missed that. I feel like I would have done that regardless of the person because I was driving and I mean, it wasn't like it was on my way. He lived in the same direction as me. I live like a block from the restaurant. I was like, yeah, I'll uh, just walk. Okay. But anyways, you insisted. <laughs> I insisted. Insisted. So, <laughs> dropped him You're off. You're in the hot Did seat we, now. we kissed? I, I'm pretty oh, sure this we kissed. Is, this is where it gets hazy. Okay. I'm what? pretty sure there was just a kiss. There was nothing more. Like, I didn't give him a blowjob in the, in the passenger seat or anything. Girl up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Bunch of horse. <laughs> I think Brad. Did you that? make the move or did Brad make the move? That's what I want to know. I can't recall. I thought your memory is like an elephant. Is it? Are you calling me fat? <laughs> okay, so so then so you guys make out and then what happens? Wait, you start and then you start. Go, Adam. 
so make I, out. He goes upstairs. Yeah, I drop. We drop off, and then like there's a little bit of texting, but at that point, like I'm starting to. It's, I think the symptoms. I think we were like, <laughs> I think we were talking for a couple of days, and then I slowly just started becoming less and less interested. Fade so away. I, I faded away a little bit, and I'll admit that I may have ghosted. And then I remember a few days later getting this kind of a message from Brad, like calling me out on the ghosting. And that's when I gave him the closure that he needed. I didn't fully ghost it if I gave you the closure. So I responded back and I think that was it. Like it wasn't, that's why I'm interested to hear your side of the story. Because I feel like it was a, it was a date, but it wasn't like anything terrible happen at the beginning end or middle of it no no that's yeah. not what we're getting at uh, i just but this uh, your version of the story now is different than the version of the story that you told jordan before okay well, you have changed your mind well i had more clarity on what had happened because mm. i i never like it was a date that happened three two years ago and it was like out of the number of dates i've gone on since then like there wasn't anything remarkable that like stayed in my Interesting. Short-term I mean, I memory. Interesting. This is very interesting if you're taking notes at home. I think one of the things that it's interesting is like you offered to drive him home when he could have just walked and then you that kissed him. That could have been the him. end of it. Don't you think that sends like a message? And it was not just a kiss. It was a full-on makeout That's session. That's the nuance that you're missing. Full-on. It was a full-blown makeout session that he says you instigated. Maybe. So you I, drive him home and you remember. like have a full-blown makeout session with him and then you ghosted him. Don't you think you're sending the bad... This, this is the problem. Oh, no, he also texted me right after the date and said what a wonderful time he had. <gasps> Lies. I have the text messages right here. So when did and you I realize said, something like, was wrong with you as a person? <clears throat> as it just like, as we progressed over the couple of days, like I started to... I was probably at the same time like going on other dates and I just felt like it didn't... It wasn't really where I wanted it to be. So, do you normally initiate makeouts in someone's car with them if you're um, not interested in them? Is that your is that your move? I object to that uh, that claim. Oh, you I'm not in the courtroom. I, <laughs> I object. I object. Like, I'm not gonna like. I'm looking through the text to find anything juicy. Who made out with whom? Like that's. I just think, I think you are emblematic of like what bothers me sometimes about people in dating when they send mixed messages like if you didn't if you didn't offer to drive back home because he wanted to walk you're like i'll drive you and then you like go and you have a mega with him it's like and then tell from, me what a great time you pers- had and yeah from his perspective it's just like could you see how it would be like huh, that's like hazy or yeah but like, I, mean, I feel like everybody still needs a little bit of breathing period after some deciding to buy I just the car never or not done, i just don't i'm trying to understand because like i've never so maybe done that was, i make like, it very clear if i'm the thing interested. is maybe it was a great day but then i had a bit of breathing period and realized that like okay maybe it's not what i in this room i, I want to jump across the table right it. now no i'm not like entirely this saying that what fun. i did was like right but i'm not saying it's like anything that's out of the norm have you ever been called out in this behavior before with other men um, as I've been like, hey, you gave me the wrong messages. Yeah, and I've done the same thing. Mm. I feel like, like I'm not. An I've idiot, been on both like, sides. I've been on both sides of the table for sure. I could tell from the text message correspondence that he was not interested. But yet, I was just like, but oh. were you in that hazy phase where you're like, is he or is he not? Like you were trying to figure it out. I was right? trying to figure it out. But yeah. like when someone takes a day to respond to you, you know that they're not that interested. But I, to my defense, I do normally take a day to respond to a lot of people. Mm. whatever but anyways that's that 
Look at us now. Look at us now. So you guys We're, haven't talked since? I honestly like we had like some weird like just little back and forth because like I talked to Roger like quite frequently at that time. I don't really speak to him that much anymore. But you guys had just bought a house together. So like I was texting you because I don't know. I'm like I creep on real estate all the time because I find it interesting. So I was just curious what you guys were up to. So we had like small chat back and forth. But yeah, the last text I think was like December of 2017. So like our entire uh relationship was less Let's than a month a journey outbreak did you see more <laughs> he's yeah something is happening over here oh god so and then after i hear this story adam asked me on a date and i was like mm, after hearing that story god i can't can i please have a nebulous anxiety inducing experience no no thank you that's why well, i want to go on a date with you because i heard the story and i'm like no i don't want to deal with that you ruined it that's okay i'm happily going on a couple dates with somebody right now and i like oh you mean one of our friends yeah one of yeah. You i don't want to go around the front <laughs> jordan's former roommate it is it's like spin the bottle like Fuck. well let's be honest like i don't know i think i'm a fairly good dater like if i enjoy somebody and i have a good time then like i'm more than willing to like keep going There's i'm just nothing. surprised that the person that you're seeing now got a date too already he listens I, to this I could, podcast. I couldn't even get a text back. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, let's carry on. Sorry, Brad. There was no spark between I'm us. I'm so but glad honestly, we dealt with this, you guys. It's just like... You're in a loving relationship right now, and I'm happy for you. And oh, that's so nice. I mean, like, when I saw you the other, like, a couple of months ago, I got some serious shade, and I wasn't entirely sure. And again, my memory was murky as to what happened back then. Were but you I feel like him? Probably. Yeah, he was. Because Roger understand. was there too, and like he was, but probably like, in a funny way. Like I was probably like, "Fuck you," yeah. Like I, not in a. I threw shade right back at you. Actually, angry, serious way. Cool, but I'm glad wow. we've uh, had a chance to air out. <laughs> Just to the world, <laughs> to the world. <laughs> so healthy. <laughs> you do this with everything. So what's the takeaways of this? Uh, um, don't lead people on. No, I just yeah, I don't know. I mean. I just like it. I find it. I think a lot of like people get like dating exhaustion because it's like people are so scared to be honest about what's happening. Like when I go on a date with someone and if I like them, I'll just say to them, I'm like, hey, do you like I had a really time? Like, do you want to do this again? I'll just say that. And it's usually yes. But like, I just, but like, I hate the mixed messages. Like, and I'm like, I also like feel too old for that. Like, I'm like, and if someone says I'm not into you, like, I can handle it, but it's like, I think I'm just sensitive to this like mixed messaging shit. Like if someone drove me home and they made out with me, I'd be like, oh, they're interested in me. And then I would be, it'd be like a letdown. Yeah. Like if I was like, yeah, oh, for sure. that's shitty. Yes. It so, totally was shitty. So take this yeah. into your next relationship and uh, yeah. <laughs> to Want be, to talk about how we've been? I've been, uh, I've been better at not ghosting people. I, I have to admit I was like terrible at it before. Mm. And like, mm. I don't know. I think it's just. I'm glad I could be a learning experience for you. I don't think you were the one that like. <laughs> I think I suffered from a few ghosts that I was like, this is terrible. It's shitty. It's yeah. psychologically traumatizing. Well, I, I mean, it. like, don't give him that much credit. It wasn't that traumatizing to me. No, I just understand. Like, it's, it's, but it's it different. Sounds like it with all it. these. <laughs> I, I ghosted someone from the UK and I like literally think about it often. I'm like, that was awful. I think humans are just terrible at giving back, yeah. giving feedback and like, yeah. even if and it's like honest workplace, feedback, yeah. like you don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but it's almost more hurtful to be dishonest with them. Than, well, it's like ripping off the bandage, right? Yeah. Like I'd rather be rejected and just like, tell me rather than this yeah. like game or like, and you're wasting also wasting someone's time, which is very valuable. Anyways. So I met Adam at a party a month ago, month ago. 
a little bit more than that, but yeah. So yeah, he's in our new friend circle now. This is what we do to all our friends. We initiate them through our podcast. I made it. <laughs> yes. I made it. Well, I didn't date fairness, all of them. In fairness, I haven't hung out with them yet. So he's not fully in the circle yet. So this is, are we cool now? Can he come in the circle? Are you okay, Brad? I'll be okay. Mm, okay. Only if Roger comes too. He's a nice like comedic relief. Yeah, he's pretty funny. So we met at a party. Um, I was real shit faced with Paulo. <laughs> naturally would, naturally yep. yeah where was i mm, i don't remember but there anyways anyways I, I what was i saying about coming at someone came on my chest would you like to That's give I, us yeah go ahead so so a random person walks into the party i overheard Maniac. it actually. oh yeah it was peter's party you're yeah you're within earshot of me and all i heard was oh how do you know the ho- or the host and brad Sorry, Jordan goes, oh, I came on his chest. No, he came on my or chest. Or he came on my chest, sorry. Because that's honestly how I know him. I wasn't trying to be raunchy. Like, that's how he met you? He just jizzed on your chest? Like, I met him once, and then we went home together, and it was, like, not good. And then he came on my chest, and I was like, okay. Can you elaborate on why it wasn't good? Mm. As soon as I saw heard that, I was like, I'm going to be friends with this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a dirty bitch. <laughs> but I, it was, um, you ever fool around with someone, and it's, like, not fluid? Yeah. Like it's like very fragmented. Yeah. Like it's like, oh, I'll go here and this. And it just felt like not. And then that night before his flight, he was like, what are you doing later? You want to go home? And I was like, it was bad enough the first time. Let's not, let's not try and do that again. He, he also, thought that was good. What he was also his reaction? Asked, he just like looked at me like, I hope this cunt gets hit by a truck. But that's like usually how most people say that. He also slid into my DM that night at 3 a.m. Oh, damn it. Now I don't feel special. <laughs> what did he and, th- and so did Jordan. At 3 a.m.? <laughs> I did not find your DM. You slid into my DM. I did? Yes. Well, Paula was like, I really want to set you up with Adam. And I was like, yeah, he's cute. I Like, I had a good time with you. But then but, like, I heard this story. Paula and I'm just like, met him too, no? Yep. Paulo like loved you. He yeah. was talking about you for like 48 hours. I'm in his top 10 list. He told me yesterday. So yeah, well, it's ever changing. So, yeah. you know, oh, whatever. I'm there right now. It's hard to <laughs> live in the moment. Yeah. Man. It's hard to stick around beyond the flavor of the week. But oh. he, yeah, no, he like, um, no, I, I thought you were like cute and I had a really good time with you. I could tell you were interested with then in me. I could tell. I was not or interested in you at that point. You're such, oh, really? Did, did you just sleep on it? Yeah, I did. He needed his just, breathing room. Yeah, I need my breathing room. Period. Fucking breathing. What is the breathing room? Creeping <laughs> someone's so, creeping someone's social media is probably the breathing room. Probably. No, because it was like it's, it's a lot coming you're, at you. Yeah, you're you were a lot coming at me, and I was like, can I could I handle someone like this? And then you was, could. Yeah. I mean, I you weren't anything too far out of the norm. So I was like Yeah, and like Adam has a much more like calm demeanor about him. I feel like you need that. Like someone that's not mm. as yeah hyper and he cooks he never he's a really yeah no i never made it that far kind of it become a new thing but he did burn you i don't know good one <laughs> second that one good one no paulo was like oh you have to date adam he's like he's like and he was just he like, actually described us as soulmates yeah soulmates yeah so the larger reason i want to have you on is more of a public service announcement Yes, please for tell the gay us. men because this is actually very interesting to me. So, anyways, we're at the party. We were having a really good time. Me, him, and Paula. We were just like it was actually one of the best nights in a long time. Yeah. So, we were like, uh, you were telling how did you, how did we get on that topic of the G word? I feel like we were just talking about SDIs in general. Mm, yeah, I was talking about chlamydia. I was talking about yeah. getting chlamydia. Yeah, because you know that's like a natural when you meet new people. You just you bring talk it up about getting jizzed on your chest and chlamydia. Those are my openers, and then I just test the room after that. I just like see how they handle it. So then you were like telling us the story of when you got this thing called Jardia. 
twice but yes twice twice okay. so what fool me i had one. never even we'll read heard fool me once i had never, never even heard of this thing before but for you to have it twice and also for roger to have had it like it's kind of crazy so how start how you get it it's a parasite so yeah it's a parasite that you can get the more common way to contract giardia is actually like camp like lake water like, like contaminated it's, a, it's a parasite water. in mexico too yeah there, like yeah. you literally like it's the popular is what you said. no like that's what it said it's like most likely place i think is mexico yeah I, like, I need to look up the facts so the like, second time i got it i actually like when the when i went to get testing at the hospital they called me and told me like oh you tested positive for giardia and they're like oh have you been camping i'm like no the other way you can get it is licking butthole mm. so i told her i'm like no i probably got it through like did you say, what did like, you say? How did you like, phrase it? I said, like, probably you just got it through sexual intercourse. And she's like, I don't know if you can get it through that. I'm like, well, oh, well you I've can. never been camping, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been looking a lot of ass lately. Yeah. Oh, so I'm <laughs> pretty sure you can. So, uh, yeah, it's called beaver fever. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the most more common infectious causes of diarrhea lasting more than two weeks. It's a common cause of diarrhea among hikers in wilderness areas and travelers who drink water that's not been properly filtered oh. or asshole liquors. Yeah. Is that, it's not even on there. <laughs> so you lick someone's asshole. They, ha- so they have the parasite. How do you know if you have it? That's what I'm confused about. Like you lick. How do you guys- know you have it? No, you licked his ass. Wasn't he already sick? Yeah. Okay. He would have been sick. Whoever it was would have already had. Who's getting their ass eaten when they have diarrhea? Do you know who it was? No, because it's like, I don't know. Because you were looking lots of butt. The thing with Giardia is that like you can be asymptomatic. Like you cannot show anything or you could be totally symptomatic and like have the explosive diarrhea that I had. (laughs) But uh, like he's a carrier. So he could be a carrier just, Mm. but I don't, I don't know. So I don't know who it was at any point. The thing with it is also that by the time you like realize that you, something's wrong and by the time from when you catch it, there's a lot of time in between. So like it's hard to really pinpoint on anyone. And I've licked a lot of butthole in my days. Not anymore, but well, it was like anymore. one of my... Suddenly because, I'm interested. I mean, when you, catch, when you catch Shardia twice, it'll, uh, it'll turn so you So you away. lick this person's asshole. How long after licking do you get like diarrhea? Are you vomiting or are you die? Like what are you getting? It takes about like three, four days for anything to show. So the thing... So, this is how close Roger and I are. Mm. And the fact that like he for the month prior was like complaining about his stomach as well. Like he was, I remember him like calling me when he was in the bathroom at one point, like crying on the phone because he's like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but there's something wrong. And the doc, like the thing is when you get it, you think it's just diarrhea. So you're like, everybody around you is like, Oh, you probably ate something or like take some Imodium. You'll be better in no time. But like when you have it, you know something's wrong. Right. So he was like, for like a month, like trying to go to the doctors and trying to figure out what it was. And eventually like he found out that he had Giardia. So he started taking pills. And then I was at the exact same time that I started getting it. So I was going through all the symptoms that he was and we're like, fuck, how did like, but you guys, did you guys live together? We never lived together. Did you we never, each other's butts? we never licked each other's butts. And actually there was three of us in our circle that all had charity at the same time. So Why? there was, okay, like, so there was something sister. going, there was something going around the city. The sisterhood of the traveling. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. We actually had used those emoji girls as like the parasite dancing <laughs> yeah. girls. And like oh said, God, that, was our, that was our logo. So oh anyways, we all had it at the same time. And I just remember the thing with it again, like when you get it, you're like, 
taking a while to think about what it could be. First, you're like, oh, I'm probably eating something that's terrible or like (laughs) Like I'm I'm lactose intolerant or like, I don't know. You just think of anything that it could be because when you go to the doctors, they're not really like, they don't test that right away. They don't think it's something serious at first. Well, because they probably aren't used to people licking assholes. It's not like a common thing. Like, did you lick assholes? I think it's pretty common. No, with gay guys. But I know, but no, even in the straight world, I think analingus is getting very popular. Yeah. These millennials love it. Why are they not testing for this with a regular STI screening then? Because let me tell you, the test for Giardia is not the prettiest test you can do. I've become an expert at it because I've probably done like... <laughs> I've never say, seen someone so proud to be a Giardia. <laughs> You're an expert at pooping in a cup. Me and Paolo were calling uh, him like a Giardia survivor and we were calling him patient, patient zero. We're like patient zero over here because like I'd never even heard of this shit. No. Literally. Okay, so do we want... Okay, so... Fast forward to the time where I start going to see the doctor and then like he finally says that, okay, we should test, do some stool tests to see what it could be. Like at that point, it could be anything like E. coli. Even like colitis. Yeah, yeah, colitis or anything. So um, I remember he sent me and I just did all the tests and the test is like stool sample. I don't know if anybody's ever done that before, but you're literally given one of those small like vials. And you like scoop it. And the the lid has like a spoon on it and you have to like apparently... You have to like line your saran wrap. Saran wrap yeah, done your. Done <laughs> you've done it. Yeah, because so, my colitis. Yeah. So I've, I've never done this. Yeah, it's hot. So that was the first time I ever did it. Now I've become an expert to pooing directly in the cup so that you don't actually have to go through so that whole mess. So you just like mess. micro release? Like, yeah. yeah. Just a little trigger. Just like a little. Up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, you have that much be, control. Because it's really tiny. You just yeah, you it have up. A, wow. Yeah. Power bottom over here. It's such a mess. Like you don't want to like you just do like, it at work too, and like it's, it's tiny, Brad. Like it's just yeah. what if you let out one that's too big? <laughs> and then it's <laughs> it's not too big when you have dirty. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh. It's like liquidy. It's all liquidy. Yeah. So you're thinking like a turd just yeah, drops out, like a no, full no. solid turd is just overflowing yeah. outside of the cup. Yeah. No, it was. We talk about I, poop I, a lot. We really do. I hope you guys aren't like eating lunch or something. I'm eating a honey cruller and it's, it's you're immune now. You're, <laughs> I'm immune to that so much shit food. around us. <laughs> so oh anyways, boy. it's like, Oh my God. You do the test anyways. At that point it had been like three weeks and I was living, you live in misery. Cause when like something's wrong with your intestinal tract, like it fucks up your emotions. Mm-hmm. Like you feel depressed cause mm-hmm. everything's out of whack. It's your microbiome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was really like in a rut. Did you lose like a ton of weight? Yeah. Oh my God. My abs. <laughs> Typical game. So, my abs were showing. <laughs> I, should probably, I should probably go into detail of what you Guys, feel when you're on Pride Jardia. right now. So if you're trying to get hot for Pride, just get just lick some assholes, ass. guys. When you're when you have Giardia, it's not just diarrhea. It's literally like everything is fucked up in your intestines and like it's letting out like the parasites letting off all these fumes. So when you like fart. It's like, it'll clear out a room. It's My that. mom told me, because I was telling her about this, because I was like, mom, like, whatever. I was telling her the story yeah. of meeting you. And she was just like, it smells S- terrible. It smells so bad. I remember like going to a club and like being in the middle of the dance floor. Oh, crop and like, and crop dusting the entire dance floor. And you, they, you, someone pulled and the and fire you go, <laughs> <laughs> And you just see everybody's looks on their faces. Like You <laughs> thought you were just letting out a little sneak fire. <laughs> I always just point to someone else and I'm like, Ugh, look at oh, this guy. Oh God, it was, it was really bad. So like between like the loose stools, the farts and like just Are feeling. Are you vomiting at all? Malaise. Like, yeah, I was feeling like nauseous at times. It Are was you just, still eating like regularly? You, you don't or feel like you, you want to eat as much. Like, but you're eating just because you know you have to eat. 
Yeah. Do you have to eat certain things to like that are easier on your system? You don't. Well, like you're it's trying going to. Right you're trying you. to because you're trying to like because at that point I didn't know what I had. Yeah. So I'm like trying to just like stop eating dairy or trying to stop eating gluten, thinking that these things would help, and they do kind of because turns out the parasites actually feed off like dairy and sugar sugar yeah so like if you can cut out that you kind of cut off its food source i was actually reading that like a lot of people that get giardia are lactose intolerant after i'm super lactose intolerant it probably made it worse yeah, yeah. like i'm terrible and i like what is the treatment for because i was also reading that like it's super antibiotic resistant yeah so so testing for it you do the stool test and you have to wait a week for it which is again part of the misery of it all because you're just like fuck i want it like you do chlamydia gonorrhea you find out in a day or two anyways mm -hmm. you have to wait a week then you finally get your test result back and then you get put on this medicine which is metro flagell is like the the street name is flagell or the whatever um Flagyl is probably like the worst antibiotic or antiparasitic you could take. Like it's so hard on your stomach and there's different doses. So they'll put you on the lowest one first. But uh, I remember like you can't drink like most antibiotics. They tell you, you can't drink like you could sneak a drink yeah, and it'd yeah. be okay. This one like you can't you feel just as bad as you do with Jardia. And it just like leaves this metallic taste in your mouth. And <laughs> like yeah. it's the worst and i mean after like four days i started feeling better but then like it got worse again so we did another test it turned out it didn't kill it so i had to put me on a higher dosage of flagell and it took like ended up being like three weeks before i actually because you have to wait a week to do the test again so are you working like, through this whole thing it's hard to be a whore so honestly. It, you just try to eat some ass and it's honestly like, it ended up being like life. a two-month period before i was actually treated so like you can imagine that it was just a lot of pooping and a lot of farting and a lot of gross feelings. Are you like, <laughs> were you working Beautiful. at the time? Yeah, I mean, like, it's not like. But like, I can't not, imagine like having fucking explosive diarrhea that where keep running like, to the water. Yeah. Probably. Oh, excuse me. Seven times a day, probably. I'd say on average. Yeah. When I first got diagnosed with colitis, I would, I would just shit for like an hour and a half at a time, like straight and like bloody, just gross. blood. The whole yeah. toilet would just be blood, and I was like, I think something's wrong here. So the, f the, f okay. So I had it twice. You didn't learn your lesson, eh? Yeah. I mean, I got turned off from bums for quite a while. You could use a dental dam. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, someone's probably doing that. They yeah. should invent one. There are like, like dental dams for eating pussy, but I'm, I'm sure you could use the same thing. I'd rather for, get Jardy, I'll be honest. Honestly, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. So then I like, okay... Few, like probably months went past and i'm like okay i can start dabbling in the butthole again <laughs> let's see what happens your butthole or other people's butthole other people's buttholes okay. i don't care about them well i'm, I'm like, just giving it to people yours is I, a yeah. little loose at that moment <laughs> <laughs> danger zone but danger I, zone i remember like it was two buttholes in and i remember i caught it again oh, i was like <laughs> oh my God. how how, have how I many never... people have this Wait. okay so i just pulled up this article i don't like i'll tell you guys if you want to read about it it's because i typed in like jardia gay men because my mom said it was, it's a thing. And this is the headline. It says, I've contracted my third gastrointestinal parasite from rimming. And I can't be the only gay man suffering. That's like the headline. So this guy's talking about that, like him and his boyfriend kept passing it back to yeah. each other. Like, they lived together. Like, that's can what you happened. just give it a rest but, like, until I don't you're both cured? I don't see how you... That's what happened to my... Though I told you three of us caught it. Like one of them had a boyfriend and they kept giving it back and forth to each other. But don't you both get cured and then it's like, you're good? Um, well, 
it's still super contagious and it's mm. like while you're getting treated for it and it's super contagious in that like you can touch a towel after you go poop and there could be a parasite on the towel that you can contract what? from it's very contagious like you have to you should be washing like all of your stuff if you have if you know you down have it. my place after you leave <laughs> oh yeah i don't you notice when i hug them i don't get too close please don't yeah. use my He's always carrying it i'm uh free and clear so what so if you can have like be not symptomatic like i had a guilt in my head because like a lot of people look at my ass i'm like have i ever given it to someone maybe but then how would wouldn't i have i would just have could have no symptoms yeah like there's people out there that just living in perfect harmony people carry parasites all the time that's the thing people have parasites in their body yeah yeah wow (laughs) yeah so maybe so now you don't eat ass you've stopped so now I've permanently stopped eating ass. That was, I mean, like that was also the deal breaker because that's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, that was actually I remember that was when we first met. Like the two things was waking up at seven a.m. and oh, licking yeah. butthole, and I do I Ew. don't lick butthole, and I do wake up at seven. I was saying like, I hate morning I, people. I, I like broke up with a guy he because would he'd never wake up at up seven a.m. On, on the weekends, and I'm like, it's not going to work. No, I mean you're probably my soulmate. It's still not going to work. No, like, and then he said he didn't eat ass, and I was like, it's literally my favorite thing. It's definitely not going to work. So you will I never eat it. Because I'm like, maybe, <laughs> maybe I can change. Maybe I can. <laughs> but you would never, you wouldn't eat my ass ever. You too. You have PTSD. No, if I was, if I had a boyfriend and like I know that we're not playing with anybody else, I would eat ass. Oh, you would. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But would you? The thing yeah. is, like, it's like any other STD. <laughs> oh Jesus! That's what like, is that? My phone just fell. Oh, it's, um, it's a sexually transmitted disease. So if you're like not playing around with random people, then you're not catching it, right? So what are you doing Tuesday? You want to go for dinner? Oh my god! <laughs> no, you're free, clear. Uh, It'll go too. Yeah, do your stool test before. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I brought this for you. Can you bring that back to me? There's just like new shit all the time. Like you never know. You know? Really like, well, uh, this is not a new thing, I'm sure. But like, it's not new. Yeah, I literally asked you to come on because I was like, we need to like tell people. About yeah, but like this. when you first start dating someone, you're like, oh yeah, we'll get our tests so we can stop using protection. Blah blah blah, and you never think that. Are you like, condom shaming? No, I'm not. Remember? I condone safe sex practices with whatever means that means. See, like I've I've caught the two SCDs, STIs, where you catch them without even like from not, even same. if protection would, yeah. like wouldn't would help. Not. Yeah. Which like I've caught chlamydia and gonorrhea, because they're no, maybe if you're using Okay, hold on. How did you get scabies? You also don't know. Like, it's something that, like... I thought scabies was just a skin disorder, not necessarily an STI. Am I wrong? Scabies No, I I do know who I caught it from, but I don't want to go into detail. Can you just say his name? No. (laughs) Is scabies crabs? We were trying to figure that out. Scabies isn't crabs. Scabies is... It's still... Like, it's another skin crawler, though. But it's not... Is it defined as an STI? I thought Mm -hmm. it was just, Mm -hmm. like, a skin thing. It says contagious skin disease marked by itching and small raised spots. But I guess it's... It's It's not technically like an sti but i definitely caught it from someone who had it like right. from having sex with says scabies is considered an sti because it often spreads during sex but i don't think it's like the only way gotcha. you can get it's it skin to skin contact okay what was the other one you got giardia oh okay That's yeah oh <laughs> no but as i was See, saying before like i had scabies for like a year and like i went to every type of doctor around and no one because it didn't have it? the like typical signs like they kept being like oh maybe it's scabies but it doesn't look like it so it might be some internal issue is it restricted to like your genitals or it no like, my whole body spreads everywhere your whole body like is you're He's a survivor man. i'm a survivor i was a whole year with that and then the reason i was able to diagnose is because i went to europe with a friend of mine and we shared a room and then I gave it to him. 
and we didn't have sex. We just shared a bed and then he caught it. So it's like, how did you give it to him? Just like sharing sheets and towels and shit? Yeah. Like we slept in the same bed together. Uh, so it was just like, geez, man, you're, you're rough to be around. Yeah. Just stay away from me. I should have a bubble. Oh, we didn't do our ad raid. This episode is uh, sponsored by the Jardia Foundation. Is there a Jardia <laughs> Foundation? I'm sure there is. There's a foundation for everything. Yeah. So. The Jardia survivors. Mm, okay. Is that where you were talking about that you're fundraising for? <laughs> we made a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, he's for his bike ride for, for, for Jardia. There's a 10 kilometer white walker run for Jardia. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just shitting, shitting as they're yeah. running. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody can run because they're just shitting themselves they're the whole time. Everybody gets a shit bag. I did donate to the Colitis Foundation because I do have colitis and like. So, you know, you can relate to the shitty nature yeah. of it all. To the shitty nature of it but all. But I don't like, I mean, <laughs> I, I also don't eat ass. I've done it to two people in my life. Hmm. One was Paulo. Okay. And this other guy, I just like looked at him and I'm like, you have a really clean asshole. And I just licked his ass. I just like, I, I got into it. So How why do you, you tell that can, someone can, has a clean one? Do you ever, do you ever like see someone you're like, you have a clean asshole? No. Like, I feel like Brad has a really clean asshole. He's I super do. like OCD yeah. about cleanliness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What about me? I feel like you do too. Um, I feel like it would be like, I know that you are hygienic, mm. but I know of all your, issues down there yeah. so i imagine there's residue mm. well i did have a scenario the other night where because i normally if i know someone's going to do that to me i do the swirly you ever do a swirly yeah you, uh, you put your finger in give a little whoop whoop and then sniff whoop, 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 whoop. i make that noise too and then a little sniff no i i'm talking about in the shower oh for yourself so if someone's oh. gonna lick my ass it's like i don't just do if i know it's just me for the day i just do the outside oh but if like someone's gonna lick my ass like i go in and give it like a slow probably like an inch do you ever do it like be like hmm, maybe today's the day like as a like a like i'm gonna look ass you mean no like as an optimistic thing like <laughs> like uh, you've got a goal for the day no <laughs> no no because <laughs> usually right before someone's gonna come over for for sex i do two things i go in the shower i do the swirly yeah. and then i do a little wick wick on my asshole like to to make it like hairless what's a wick wick like it just, I go two strips. Oh, you shave it. Just two strips. You got to do it like right before they come over. Because if you wait like three hours, you get a you little a five bit five o'clock of, shadow. <laughs> my butt. <laughs> little scrub. Yeah. So that's good. So but yeah, the guy went this. down the other day and I was like, I did swirly. And he's like, swirly. <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, nothing. I like how I said I knew what a swirly was. <laughs> you I, was did? Like, I had no idea. No. But I do a sniff test on guys. It okay, was, so I've had that happen to me. That, that that's really, kind of offensive. That breaks the is moment. It kind of offensive. I mean, like, you want to make sure what you're going down on is like clean. But isn't that on them? And also, can't you smell it? That's why I do this. I like put my finger in, and then I like do a quick whiff with it when they're not looking. Oh, they're looking. They, no, know. No, no, no. they always know. They always know. But yeah, like, I picture you like wafting it towards your nose, like you know, like with like, wine. How they like do it? Yeah. It's twenty nineteen. Good year for Jardia. Spray perfume. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like fooling around with the guy one time. He like put it inside me, and then he was like, n- he was not. He was so conspicuous. He literally was like put it in. They just went like. Su- I was like, can you excuse like, me? Excuse you. But I mean, it's like the same. Like it's like putting on a condom. Like mm. also not really much of a turn on, but I think it's necessary. Thank you Thank for you. saying that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yes, we agree. We are condom shamers, apparently. Yeah, but I, I haven't known think- a condom since 2012, so we're okay. <laughs> are you on prep? Uh, no, I just haven't had sex. And I was on prep before, but I've stopped taking it. Why? For like the past couple of months, I was like, I don't want to keep taking a pill every day. So I don't, but I'm not like, I'm not having bareback sex. Let's put that out there. I'm just not having sex. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 
Take yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also, also like kind of sad. Like yeah. you're not having sex. You haven't yeah. had sex with anyone lately? Well, you shut down our date opportunity. So, but now Perfect that I know reason. you'll eat my ass. Mm. Oh, okay. it, was a friend, it was a friendship thing before that you denied him. But now that he's willing to lick your ass, you're willing to go. Well, there just wasn't a lot going for you. It's like you didn't eat ass. You're a ghoster and you get up at 7 a.m. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. Gross. Yeah, it's just not for me. No. Yeah. No, then I was dating somebody after the whole Jardia thing and then went on prep. And then it's like, this ain't for me. So but why is it, you mean like your body rejected it or what? Didn't reject it. I just the Paul pill every day kind of thing. It's a it's lot like, of work. Wasn't it's a vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it's I'm a, so exhausted. <laughs> you spend like four hours making dinner. I'm pretty oh. sure like you, you know, I no, I can. I just don't want to. There are some side effects to prep, but like most people don't experience any of them. Like you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so genetically superior. Do you think it's gonna work out with the person you've been on two dates with? He listens to the podcast, so I thought I'd just get that in. Um, I'll tread lightly with your words. Yeah, I'll hold off on that until that's maybe a third date. That's a hard no. No, it's not. No, really? No, it's a very like. I don't want to give my opinion yet. I just feel because like you came into our friend this. group and then you just started dating everyone. It's like, come on. Okay, that's not what Adam. happened. I came into your friend group. You were invited, actually, by Paulo. You were invited. Yeah. Who I thank very much for that. Shout out I to love Paulo. Paulo. Shout out to Paulo. If it were up to me, you wouldn't be in here. I, obviously. <laughs> he actually wanted to invite you. To, I'll, I'll tell you something else. And I was like, it's kind of premature. He loves you, though. Paulo? Yeah. Oh. Did he invite you to his wedding? Oh, yeah. I think I'm on the list. I think I'm almost he, on the list. Oh, my God. Okay, so he went to a party the other day, and all these girls are coming up to me. They're like, I'm coming to the wedding. I'm coming to the wedding. And I know he's only got, like, three spots. Yeah, he does not have many. It's a small venue. And all these girls are coming up, and I'm like, he's... And I look at him, he's shit-faced. He's just inviting everyone to his wedding. Maybe I'll come as a plus one. <laughs> For me? For who? No. No, <laughs> no one got plus ones, the other- unless they're in committed relationships. Yeah, that's true. Even I am, and yeah. I didn't get a plus one. Oh, well... Yeah. <laughs> well Maybe. I guess I'll get an invite then. Um, so you told me a story one time and I want to ask you about it. Do you know what I'm going to ask you about? No. No clue. It was one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Really? You want to, you want to talk about it? Depends what it is. Oh, we Should have we to talk this? about it. Okay, we Brad, this ask before him. we talk about it? No. Yeah, okay, fine. No, no. I don't Go ahead. Know. Go ask him, Brad, about it. I told you what he said. <laughs> I mean, between Jardia and like my it's similar circle. to that. <laughs> well, on one of our previous episodes, we discussed how gay men have a lot of disposable income. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm gonna ask. <laughs> and how sometimes people ask you to deposit your fecal matter oh God. <laughs> for a small donation. <laughs> and I ambush. Was, I was told. Do you, you remember telling fo- me this story? You yeah. actually you follow through. Yeah. Can you please tell us what happened? Go ahead. Oh, God. That was a perhaps dark... this is why you're so good at pooping into a stool sample container. It probably is. I've probably learned um, a few skills from that moment. So tell us about it. I want to talk about it. I can tell. You have to. Uh, thank God I'm not using my real name. <laughs> We're waiting. We're waiting. So this was like when I was in university or just graduated so it was probably like 2012 okay the early days of grinder anyways pre jardia everything's pre, pre- it's like jesus you know, it'd be like bc pre jardia pg bg anyways PG before, before. I, was like, I was saying like pre yeah, yeah anyways go ahead first job out of university i was making like thirty five thousand dollars a year so she wasn't rolling in any money by any means i love when gay guys switch their pronouns yeah. they do it all the time oh you and Roger do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. I like, no, I like it. 
So anyways, keep going. I think there's a, is that a drone? <laughs> what is that? Balloon? Drone? That was a drone. Jordan, pay attention. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. We're in the middle of a good story. Um, so anyways, I hate this story. <laughs> so I anyways, it. grind. It was early morning. I remember that it was like seven in the morning. I get this message on Grinder, and this guy offers to pay me a pretty significant sum of money to just poop on a plate. Right. And I probably would have done it. I'll be honest. And I mean, like the idea, like I, it was the morning. I needed to poop anyways. So I'm like, that's what you said before, when we were talking about it. You're like, I already do that. Yeah. It was be- free every morning. It was before my Jardia days. So the poops were like, I mean, it was a solid, log. it was a solid log. And I remember I got paid $700 for it. And that is a lot of money. For, I, like seriously, for, that's a, like, yeah, you gotta be making $35,000. Like after tax bi-weekly basis is like 800 bucks. So like right. I got a, paycheck out of that and mm-hmm. i was like more than happy to uh to take up with that offer i need to know the logistics of <laughs> he this. Doesn't want to so the, the most the awkward part about it is that i was friend like one of my friends um i started we got close and it turns out that this guy is part of the friend circle okay you did tell me that yeah i remember at the pre-drink you so yeah we used to see each other quite a bit and i remember when i like after the fact like after the the morning of he like messaged me he's like hey like i hope everything was (laughs) it was okay and like this wasn't too awkward and we didn't know that we knew each other at that point so i was like "Ah, i'm blocking delete like never want to talk to you did you block him yes obviously you're like i got my money (laughs) what's he saying i would have kept him 700 bucks a day that would have been amazing i felt really that's a weird after that so like you know when you like yeah come and you feel like mm-hmm. when you're watching like really yeah, or, dirty porn yeah like, how did i get there yeah so uh, like i mean i felt very shameful after that moment so well you shouldn't this is, this is an anti-shaming podcast really. sometimes we just shame people <laughs> when they know <laughs> the time when they deserve to be shamed in the moment i was like completely like i felt really bad about it but like the next day i was like can you tell us what happens? So it's like you walk in his condo like, and there's okay. like a plate on the floor. Like what do you what do you do? I is need it to like know. China? Yeah. It's as fine as China. It was nice China. <laughs> or is it like a royal China paper plate? So some deaf delf blue. What is that color? The nice uh, So it was blue? Um it was a blue plate, yeah. So I remember that because it was like on his, it was on his on stomach. That. No, it was like on he his was, stomach. It was on his stomach. Was he like, naked? The plate was on his stomach. Was he naked? Uh, no, he wasn't naked. He was like shirtless. Shirtless with yeah. a plate on his stomach. Yeah. And you like literally just squat over yeah, him. Because he wanted to keep it. So he put it, I put it on a plate. Yeah. And I just squatted over him. And then that was that. I remember I was like, in it, the money was right on the like table I when I walked in. I can't even. Do you talk? Like, no, we didn't talk. So he's literally just laying there and you're like, okay. I just, and I he just actually, squat on you. <laughs> I remember he like, dim the lights like he didn't want oh, any light. yeah, it was it was super cute but like if it's that close he <laughs> obviously wants not to dead. if it's that close to his body like he obviously wants to watch the action so why would he dim the lights i don't understand it wasn't like, like was he staring? it wasn't dim past the point of me like not being able to see each other it was just a little bit darker like mm. it was i remember it was morning it's 7 a.m he's got the, dim, I walked the in, dimmers on i walked in and it was like it was like ready to rock it was ready to rock so like it's wild you just literally shit on the plate and then get up and leave shit and go yeah there's no wiping Uh, um no i went to the i went to the washroom to wipe up 
so you shit and then you go to the washroom and then you leave. <laughs> yes. No, this is the question because when we were, me and you were talking about this, we were like trying to figure out the logistics of it. Yeah. And like, is it super uncomfortable when you're in the washroom wiping and he's just laying in the <laughs> living, living room with a turd on his plate on his body? There was no conversation between the two of us while we were at the house or his place. And then I just remember like afterwards, afterwards, I, I remember after, for the turd. Yeah. Afterwards he got, he sent me like, <laughs> he kind of apologized for it. Like he was, <laughs> he was apologetic in that he was like, Oh, sorry if anything was uncomfortable about it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for anything was uncomfortable. All of it. Was he likes- uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, I'm like, what do you mean he wanted to keep it? Like, what does he do with it after he freezes it? I don't, I mean, like, oh, I'm sweating. I think laughing. this is like part of the <sighs> sex life that I'm not really too familiar of. So I don't know. And well, like, we're not what does he do with the plate after too? Like, does it go in the dishwasher with everything else? <laughs> <laughs> or, or what? That's how you spread Jardia. <laughs> this is Jardia headquarters. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> when they're doing like the research, like the like the trying to figure out patient zero. Patient zero. <laughs> the CDC is oh, knocking God. on my door. The history of Jardia is the shitting on the plate. Oh yeah, check God. out Wikipedia. There'll be I a picture just, of me. <laughs> I have literally just so many questions still. But not <laughs> I don't want to answer so many of the questions. The, the I just remember the most awkward part was this man like was part of my life. After. For a period after, and I was like, "Oh God!" Yeah, and like, we we're like, "Please hey. don't send us emails." But then he became kink like, shaming. Please, he he had he had a lot of mental health issues and addiction issues, <laughs> and then ended up like he got, went to rehab, like had a breakdown. Well, he had a breakdown, then went to rehab. Like there was a lot of things going on in his life. Well, we just and like he was a comedy out of the room. And he was a doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, people have kinks, man. Like people have kinks. It's like just whatever wanted. you want to do. I just wonder how you like just find out one day that you're like into getting pooed on. Yeah. Honestly, there's always, there's like some origin child, like from, yeah. yeah, that's what I think. I feel like he, his mom forgot to change his diaper at some point in his life and he would just sat in shit. Or he for, shit, like, the, shit on a plate in the kitchen. His mom's like, you. <laughs> <laughs> I think my story's a little bit more realistic. <laughs> Probably. <yeah. laughs> so yeah, he's potty training. He just shits on a plate. Jesus Christ. It's like what? It's like, one step further than water sports. Yeah, I'm not into that either. I'm not. I've tried it. Yeah. You've tried it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm willing to I've try everything. Too, once. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but cheating is like you're regular. Different. It is different. I don't know why, but it just is. I think it's the smell. I actually wouldn't hate if someone peed on me. Like I, I would do it if they were really into it. But the shitting is too much. Too much. Part of it too is like urine is like generally like cleaner. Like, yeah. It's, it's not sterile it's, though. That's a myth. Oh. Everyone thinks it's sterile. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's not. Do you, do you still need to pee on somebody if they get stung by a jellyfish? That's what I heard when they told me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> and that, but anyways, like shit is shit. Like it's so anyways, dirty. Great, great segue. <laughs> anyway, shit is shit. It's but, so like, dirty. I have more questions. About I don't your... want to keep that to <laughs> I have more questions about your relationship with Poor this man Adam. after the fact. He like, told me this story. I'm like, how can we not bring this up? Come on. I wish he didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't walk into this room prepared to talk about this. <laughs> you knew we were going to bring it up. Uh, but there's no shame in that. Let's just put that out there. That <laughs> anybody who's into that, all the power to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and honestly, like, it's an economy. Like, you supported someone. <laughs> 
Thank he got you. to pay his rent that month because of that. Thank you to that person. Yeah. What's the market rate for sh- shitting on someone? Well, you got offered 500 Yeah, I got five. So that's what that started our conversation. Yeah. You got a premium. Yeah. That's why I was like, maybe I should just do it. Honestly. Just turn a profit on my apartment. I haven't gotten an offer since then. No, you've never even got like no one on Grinders message you? No. Did he ever mention it in real life? No. No, no. the fact. No, I remember so that. So you're just at a party and you're like, we never hey, talked hey, to hey. it. Like, we like barely <laughs> chatted with each other because I did not want to be like, I found it really weird. I'm like, I know your dirty laundry. Mm. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> your dirty plate. Your dirty dishes. <laughs> the dishes are dirty. The dishes are really dirty. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is how Jardia spreads. Oh God. Anything is... else we want to talk about? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you follow that up with something else. No. I think we should just end on a high note here. Yeah. Thank God. you, Adam, for the content. What are your fans going to think of me? <laughs> mm. how, they're not going to know who you are. I'm honestly like, like they sent us some other things that are interesting too. Mm-hmm. We try not to, cause it's like, you don't want to kink shame, but it's sure. also just like, it, it's comical. It's comical. You know? like, and it's, it's like, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it per se, but it's like, it's funny. And we it's just have- a world that not a lot of people know about or talk about. So that's kind of also the point of this podcast. Is and like- my issue with that guy, like with the $500 shit was like, I didn't, I wasn't kink shame, but it was just like, it was unsolicited. Like he sent me a message. It wasn't even like, "Hey," it was like, "Hey, can I shit on you, or can you shit on me?" Like it just well, was like, like, why? Why would it be solicited though? Like, but shouldn't it be on like unless a you're fet- advertising that you're selling your shit. But it like, should be on like a fetish app. I'm sure there's like fetish apps or fetish sites that you could like seek that out. It's just like he opened with that, and I'm like, I didn't indicate that I was into that. You know, I don't see an yeah. issue with that. Yeah, you think you can just ma- you mass message? Eventually, someone will say yes. Yeah, it's a numbers game. It is a numbers game, kind of. But and you. <laughs> Right place, right time. Seven in the morning just wants to shit on someone. We should use the hashtag to find your fans' opinions on shitty kinks. (laughs) Shitty kinks. (laughs) Hashtag shitty kinks. Start the discussion now. Oh, my God. Okay. I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, Anything else you want to (laughs) say? Hashtag shitty kinks. Shitty kinks. Well, thank you for being brave and And honest. And sharing our brief love encounter. Yeah. And... (laughs) Do you think that, yeah. Okay, so are we going to go on a date now? Mm, let me see how it goes with uh, your friend. Oh, so now I'm second place? I mean, I gave you first place and you rejected me. It's true. You think I'm just on the rankings? Point. Yeah. Okay. Well. You think I'm just sitting here waiting for Jordan to come back into my life? You never know. <laughs> People are. Uh, except Eli. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. On that note. On that note. night, Eli. Um... <laughs> This has been another week of Shame on You podcast. I hope you're not eating lunch. Uh, we do talk about shit a lot on this podcast. Like, like literally every week. Maybe we should just take it out now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, did you like that episode of Shame on You podcast? If you did, we need your help. Go on iTunes, rate us, review us, and then subscribe. Or if you're a Spotify user, you can click the follow button. Even better, you could tell someone about the podcast. Thanks so much for your support. It's the only thing keeping us going.